The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft Tobacco. The after show, the after show, the the after after show. show. It's the after show. Eric Wentworth is still with us. Why, we don't know. He hangs on. You're welcome. Yes, thank thank you. (laughs) Riveting show. Uh, that just went by, but we're going to take on a different subject altogether today, and we're asking, would you be interested in investing into a cigar business? Not the cigar business, but any cigar business that's out there. You're a fan of cigars, you're a, a lover of the leaf, and uh, somebody's asking you... Are you offering me stock options? No, but out. it's out there, and, and that's what, what sparked... Um, the thought process of this, because it was a manufacturer last week that put a press release out that said they are looking for investors. And I thought that was the strangest thing. I've never seen that before. Uh, Yes, there's people that are looking for investors all the time. But to actually put a press release out to say it, because it got me thinking uh, a couple of different things. One of them could be, are they in trouble? Yeah, it's a little red flaggy, don't you think? I don't think so. Really? No. That was the first thing I got. Yeah, it's I definitely could. red flaggy because why would you need investors if you were financially stable? I want to change my answer. Looking to gain some capital just to grow a little larger. Yeah. It's, people, it's an expensive people invest, And especially if you're growing massively fast, mm-hmm. now you need money. But, um, you know, it's happened to me. And then I go to the bank and I ask them for money. I don't put a press release out. Wow. It's, why go to the bank when you can go to people? Never gamble with your own money. I don't think I would invest. It's not your money either way. Yeah, it's the bank money. You borrow same. it from this guy or you borrow it from this guy. But if it fails, them. you still have to pay it back to the bank. These guys are investors. You slowly pay them off with a slow growth. And if it doesn't work, they take a loss, right? That's how banks operate. You pay them slowly. <laughs> they like you to play slow because they get interest. Ro- it's a matter literally of- just yeah, described but- the relationship between people and banks. But you take a, you take on a business you partner, or the you name. take on an investor. I'm living ne- up to the next hype thing you, you know <laughs> is they come out and they take it out from under you. That happened to a cigar shop in New Hampshire. Supposedly, yes, <clears throat> yes, it did. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Typically, a person wants a higher rate of return, and they they go to people because the bank isn't willing to lend them. That's what usually happens. You, right. you go to a loan shock because you can't get the money from the bank. Well, right? the, the bank needs to know that you have an asset that you could put up. If, yes. you're, if your credit's not if ideal. You if you don't pay, we take your house and we get our money. From, from and the and then the there's something to that. So who knows if the cigar company, if I was going to invest, I would need to look at everything. I'd need to look at their personal finances and their business finances to know, are they in hawk themselves, and that's why they can't go to the bank? You know where a lot of people invest is in people's restaurants. 
I find that so weird because it's the number one thing that crashes. Fails. It's a fail uh, because the bank isn't willing to do it. So they go to people and then yeah. people do it and then they're out their money too and then they stop talking to each other and they used to be best friends and it, it gets ugly as it goes along. Um, when a, when a manufacturer, who I'm, I'm leaving nameless because I'm saying negative things, but it could could be a very positive thing, uh, what they're doing, but I, it's just so weird that they do it, that they're asking like that. It immediately got me saying, uh-oh, they're in trouble. Right. That's where I went immediately. Uh-huh. Uh, now, there's companies that have gone public, um, and during the mid-'90s, a whole bunch of cigar companies went public. That was a different story. Well, you're still asking for investors, just a lot of them investing yeah. less. Yeah, yeah. And they all lost. <laughs> it, was a, it was very bad. Yeah. Um, in some cases, the, the people that worked for the company invested. They had the first option to invest. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about all the regular workers put everything they had into the company they worked for. Oh. They lost everything. And then the company bought the, the stock back. Yeah. So the guy working in there, the owner actually took their money, let's call it $10,000 from them, ends up, the guy ends up selling it back for $1,000, and the owner buys it back for $1,000 and owns his company. He sold it to the guy for ten. Yeah. Very bad. Yeah, but that's the danger of stocks, because that's a stock option at that point, right? Yeah. It is, but it's it's the company you work for that wasn't public. So if 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 all of a sudden I said, okay, the cigar authority is going public. Oh, do good. That, do you guys want to buy into it? And you say, okay, I'm yeah. going to buy into it. I'm going to buy into it. And then the stock goes down. And then you know it was ten dollars a share. You bought whatever you bought, and then it drops down to one dollar a share. You guys have to sell it, by the way. Yeah, but if you bought in with profit sharing and you know what the said business is getting, do you offset it in profit sharing? No, you lost nine tenths of what you put up. You put up a hundred thousand. You lost ninety thousand. I bought it back for the ten thousand, and then you're still here. Wow, you're kind of an asshole, huh? <clears throat> I didn't do it. Oh, I'm- well, in this example, you actually <laughs> did do it theoretically. So, you're an from asshole. a theoretical standpoint, you are an asshole. <laughs> what are you talking about? I did it. You just you laid just that say. whole thing out, and you were the guy who was selling and buying. No, I wasn't. Oh, in the in the, in the, case, yeah. Yeah. In the, the So, did yes. you miss the past three minutes? You're, no, but you're a hy- that, I, really, that really happened. But you're a hypothetical asshole in your yes. example. Yeah. And yeah. these other examples, these are real <laughs> companies that exist right now. What just happened? It was like a glitch in the matrix. Oh, I, I thought you were no, no. hypothetical. No, no, not a real one, yeah. a hypothetical. Yeah. No, but. You know, Ashton, for instance, they went public. JR went public. Yep. The people lost everything. That's And then went right back to, to where it did. I mean, I can say that because that's a fact of what yeah. ended up happening. Um, in this case of a manufacturer asking for um, and putting a press release out for, I'm looking for investors, I, to put a press release out says, I want the consumer to invest. Yes. Because he could have said it to the people that work for him. He could have said it to industry. A, a group but, of guys that he knows yes, uh, uh, trying to get an investment but, group but, together. But putting it out as a press release says, hey, you, Mr. Cigar Smoker, why don't you invest in my company? Now, now that's, that's actually 
and Eric, you tell me to shut up anytime you want. Shut up. Shut up. But your <laughs> Dude, that was the, the company that you work for Can we all has get in on this? Uh, a board of directors and has investors, right? Correct. Yes. So I don't know if you've ever had to go to them and say, you know, we need more money for the cigar side or whatever, but there, there are rules in place for those people that they can't just mooch off of the company they invested in. They want hammer and sickle product. They've got to go to the store they go to the and store buy and purchase. hammer yep. and sickle product yep. to support the brand, not Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to a golf tournament. I need uh, 60 bundles of Robustos. Nope. It doesn't work that way. They purchase through their local shop, wherever they may be. Which and- is, this, I think, a smart way of, of doing it, forcing yeah. them, they want to get the product yes, they got to buy there's, in there's a whole bunch of people that are investors in their company that aren't even cigar smokers correct absolutely so this 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 action is he's reaching out that my, that's my point is yeah. that he's reaching out to consumers now consumers he didn't put a press release out in the local newspaper he no. put a press release out in cigar news the dangling in front of consumers is concerning because that the, if he doesn't write it in whoever this is if he doesn't write it into those bylaws Listen, you want the product, you still got to buy the product. And this is all just about putting your money in and getting money out. Yeah. As an investor, that doesn't really entitle you to any goods. No freebies. Yeah. But the people that, are, that are sit on your board of directors are real investors. These are people who do this for a living. Yeah, this is their thing. This right. is their- Not like, consumers walking up saying, okay, I'm putting $100 in. <clears throat> now it's I the get cigar to, industry. There's tons of people out there that are there, investment two, guys. So And there's I, two kinds of investors- <clears throat> There's a regular investor and a sophisticated investor, and that is the actual name of a sophisticated investor. In order to be a sophisticated investor, you got obviously you have to have a tie. <laughs> you have to own a tie. You don't. Not a bow tie. You, you have to have a net worth of a million dollars or more, and you need to make over a hundred thousand dollars a year, three consecutive years in a row, in order to be a sophisticated investor. Meaning you're not stupid. You have money behind you, and you're not going to put. $10,000 out when you make $25,000 a year right. and you put 10000 out, which would be crazy for you to do. So when somebody invests some serious money- Well, when someone's they, looking they to get money, way more they money. want a sophisticated investor. They want someone that this isn't going to kill them if they lose their money. That's how Hammer and Sickle would do it, that the people that invest, I know some of your investors- yeah. It doesn't friggin' matter, right? Nope. Yeah. It, when you put it out in a press release in Cigar News, you got Joe the plumber <laughs> that's coming into the cigar store who likes your cigar, hears about this, and then says, you know what? I'm going to throw $50,000 into this thing, and I'll be part owner of this company, and I like the cigars too. Just because so- he wants to doesn't mean he can, though. There's still they're a vetting process to make sure you want that guy as an investor. So he's putting it out. He'll get, you know, in the cigar industry, let's say, you know, 5,000 people that say, yes, I want to. He may only choose 10 people, and five people, and really, <clears throat> you know, check their backgrounds out and make sure. Typically, if this you're is looking for investors, you'd like people that you can go back to if you need to. Yes. For more. <laughs> for more. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Usually there's a second round. Hmm. Very, very interesting. So, and and yeah. because they did that, I'm saying this, and that's why we're doing part on the show, you may see more of this. If there isn't pushback of a whole bunch of people thinking like me and saying, oh, my God, that brand is in trouble. I mean, I, I, you start looking at your inventory at that point if you carry the brand and you say, uh-oh, I better start going easy on this brand. They're running out of money. 
if somebody's saying I'm looking for money, it means you're running out of money, right? Or you don't have any money left. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> unless the press release specifically said that this is for, for growth scaling. And you know, it's yeah. only for growth. It's so, only for scaling. For example, I could That's see, what it's for, 100%. I, I could certainly see a case where a smaller manufacturer may want to get the whole production process, so they want to buy a warehouse. They may not have the money to or buy... Yeah. But that's a an factory, asset you right? could just go to the well. Go to the a bank. factory is a different story. No, if you want to buy a factory, right? Yeah, in a third world country, right? But that's you may be difficult to get you, a bank to sign off. Yes, on. you may <laughs> need an investor in order to finance that, or you wait twenty five years until you make enough profits to buy yeah. it. So, for growth and expansion, people often do go to a new round of investment. Mm. And with investors, you get other opinions from people. If you go to the bank to get money, you just get the money. Well, so if they're looking to grow in different ways. That's that, the other thing about investors. Typically, you're looking for people that can also help your business, right, yeah. in some way by offering yeah. advice. One or, guy's a lawyer. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. you got an accountant. Yeah. you got a lawyer. Yeah, you just run down what you need. <laughs> but I think, you know, to but, your point on the employee ones – that's a little iffy. Even I've been at companies where even for the employee stock purchase plan, you have to be financially qualified in order to participate in that plan. They want to know what your net worth is. Correct. And then they'll limit the amount that you can actually invest to make sure that you don't get yourself into trouble. Don't hurt you too bad. That makes sense. Yeah. At the end, because you got to imagine when, when those things end up happening, people that lost everything that they had yeah. and the company gets all of it back in by the way got rich doing it yeah. and you're still working for them still work yeah it's gonna be bad but, well you don't have a choice at that point that's, yeah you got yeah yeah, yeah. you know i oh. i think anytime you're investing in any business you're really investing in the people right so the the thing you have to look at is who's behind this business who's running this business because you're betting your money on the person yeah. yeah are they a good citizen or are they not a good citizen Ah, look what you did there. <laughs> so it's time for the strength and character segment, and that's brought to you by Camacho Cigars. <laughs> it's time for the strength and character segment. Brought to you by Camacho Cigars. Camacho Cigars, the icon of uncompromised values. And as we know, there are six pillars of character and one of them is citizenship mm. which is what we're on and that's what jonathan said and it's perfect and uh the one we're at talking about today is be a good neighbor and i said to you jonathan this like, is going like to be a good State one Farm? for you it like is. a good neighbor be a good neighbor because jonathan bought a house this year and, and he, they, now he's been cutting the grass. He's been out there and talking to the neighbors is he fighting with them yet he, he nope. was stuck at home while he had uh uh, the COVIDs. The COVIDs. The COVIDs. You had both of them? Yeah. Did Oof. they? Did the neighbors help you? Well, the neighbor was very nice, and she said- uh, Stay away. She put, yeah, she did say stay <laughs> away. Uh, she put her cell phone number in the mailbox and said to text her whatever I needed at the grocery store because she was going the next day. Huh. So I texted her a couple of things so that she felt like she was uh, helping me. That's right, neighborly. I didn't need anything. That is being a good neighbor. Nice. But as a thank you, I made them- uh, mac and cheese, and what with, I with my new thing. <laughs> hang on, hang on. <laughs> my new thing is I only make half portions, and ah. then they don't even know I kept half. Oh, nice. So I don't have to leave with it. 
I can just bring the half portion. So. No, my question was, you got COVID. You're a sickly person. You made them food to eat. Did I'm not you a sneeze on it? sickly person. You I was, You had COVID. You had I was disease. well recovered. Did you I was s- working. Did you sneeze in Oh, it? you didn't? You did it after the fact. After the fact. You didn't have her pick you up cheese. So no, you no, 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 no. Mac no. and cheese is kind of viscous anyway, so if you sneeze in it, they wouldn't even they know. They would know. They yeah. wouldn't know. <laughs> maybe the, to begin with. Yeah, maybe the baking would kill oh. the, the COVID. I don't know. You, so, yeah. Are you a, a good neighbor? Oh. Tell the truth. Depends on which one you ask. You got two neighbors. Yeah. So the one across the street is actually a good friend of mine now. I'm helping him build a deck. All right, that's a neighbor. He does my driveway for me, helps me out with a ton of stuff. Hmm. My other neighbor, I had to put up a six-foot privacy fence All right, oh, got to it. keep her animals out of my yard. All right. So that didn't go well. All right. By that, do you mean the children? No, she has goats. <laughs> Kids. She has goats that got into my daughter's bouncy house on her fifth birthday party. <laughs> you good and neighbor, And went after Barry? the kids. Yeah, I have a, a neighbor who uh, is missing in hand. So every, Missing a hand. Every winter when it snows, I clean off our car before I leave before. Do you also you call cl- him Jack when I'm Jack? <laughs> do you also clap when needed? Yeah, you know, talking to her <laughs> is like clapping with one hand. Oh, it's a girl. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'll you know clean off a car or when they're power blasting the decks, I'll take her furniture off the deck for her. Nice. nice. You can clean a car with one hand. Yeah, but is her first name Jacqueline and her last name Mioff? <laughs> you know what's messed up? I don't even know her name. Wow. She's the one-handed lady. All right. <laughs> she she wants to have be called by a real name. Uh, yeah. Fortunately, in my town, it's a two-acre minimum, so I don't see much of my neighbors. I, I'll do the neighborly wave, but that's it. I'm not getting involved with them. I don't want them involved with me. Yeah, you're not very friendly anyway. No. So I, get, yeah. I have no idea who my neighbors are. I've lived in that house for <laughs> seven, eight years. Yeah, I have no idea. Same who thing they are. for me. My wife will mention somebody, and I'll say, "Who's that?" They live next door. Yeah. Oh, do they? <laughs> I have no idea what their name is, who who they are. They could walk in right now and say, "Hi, I'm I'm your next door neighbor." So I, you're a good neighbor then. So well, that's the that was the point. Neighbor. Am I a good neighbor or a bad neighbor? I would consider myself a good neighbor yep. myself, unless they're the type of person you think. Oh, you think he'd be a neighbor? No good can come from becoming friends with your neighbors. Now, I've back when it. I was a kid, I knew everybody in the neighborhood. Yeah. Because my, I was uh, playing ball in the yard and stuff. My neighbor to the right, is uh, he had to draw a line in the sand with me, I think. Mm. And maybe you guys could tell me if that's exactly what happened. So uh, my property abuts another property on another street. And Kitty Corner, I see that neighbor for the first time coming over and saying hi to Joey. So... I walk over and I introduce myself to him and say hi to Joey. And then I'm standing there and they're having a conversation and I'm just there. And Joey says, uh, did you need something from me? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I guess I'll just go back to my house then and went back to <laughs> yeah. my house. They don't like you. They and didn't, yeah. he and didn't you never like heard it. back? Oh, you know, we were talking about something we couldn't talk about. They were talking about putting more wood on the deck. It wasn't even a private conversation, but whatever. But, but They're you, a good judge of character. Yeah. You made them uncomfortable. <laughs> I did. And you understood the, the hint of... The oh, yeah. I got the hell out of there. I'm yeah. like, all right. That, that's a hint. He's not, understood. He's not always good with social cues, but even nope. he figured that out. But the, there are bad neighbors that oh, yeah. start trouble something. and stuff like that. None of us are bad neighbors. No, never. We're good neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. State farmers We're here. We're good people. We're state farmers here. All right. Would you invest in a cigar company? Pr- 
Probably not. Unless you say you're, you're offering me some or would stocks. You, if you had a cigar company, would you ever want investors? No. You work for a cigar company that does have investors. Yeah, no, I, I would bet. never want investors. You have to they say that. They can be a pain in the ass. <laughs> well, because the reason is I'm self-employed and I want it to go my way. I want to be the final decision maker. There's mm-hmm. been a number of people that have come in asking you to invest in their project. And you yes. say to them, do I get to be completely 100% in charge? No, you're going to be one of the, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm a guy that needs the, mm-hmm. the final say. I need to have the final. I have to be minimum 51%, but I would say I need to be 100, 100%. Yeah. You, oh, 100, yeah. 110% for you. Yeah. yeah. Would you invest, Barry? In a cigar company, no, but a, as a franchise for a cigar shop, yes. And I was in South Carolina. I went to a cigar shop. People were like, oh, that's a great shop. It was horrible. Hmm. Horrible. Yeah. So there are pockets. Would you care to expand on that? <laughs> there, there, there are pockets in the country that needs a good cigar shop, and I would invest in established cigar company in the forms of a franchise. Mm-hmm. You invest in a lot of things. You're an investor. Yeah, I absolutely would not. Would not invest, and you love cigars. Yeah, but, but you're a smart investor. I would not. I, just if you look at it as an investment. The risk is still very high. Very the high. potential reward is very on the low side. Yes. So I'd rather you know, focus on something. If I'm taking on a high risk, I want not a, even a limit on the reward, right? Yeah. So software companies, for example, there's no limit to what the upper end of that could be. Yeah. Yeah, what could you possibly do in the cigar business? Yeah, well, I, people, I get back 10% a year. It it's reminds me of people who gamble on sports and stuff, and they bet on their home team all the time. Yeah. And, it, and it's you're betting with your heart, not your head. Right. You so, know, and that's and that's what's going to end up happening well, with who, the investments in the cigar uh, company. Right. Is they, they're going to invest with their heart, not with yeah. their head. Yeah. And it's not a good good no. investment. Take, take it from a guy in the cigar industry. It's, it's not a good investment. No. Yeah. All right, I think we got the answer. All right, All right don't do it. Show. Don't it. do it. Uh, next week, rare and limited cigars. Are they all that? Are they worth it? Um, are they worth the chase, chasing them? We're going to get into rare and limited. It's the best and the worst of them. Until then, we'll see you. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.